0: Welcome to Avoid the Confusion, the podcast where we delve deep into the minds of top performers in their respective fields. I'm your host... Kenny Robinson. And each week, my goal is to bring you inspiring guests who will share their stories and strategies for success. Here at Avoid the Confusion, we believe that mental toughness is the key to achieving your goals. We explore the power of not giving up. We showcase the many failures and obstacles that are part of the journey towards success. So join us on this weekly journey of discovery as we bring you stories that show we are all human and that success is achievable with the right mindset and strategies. Get ready to be inspired to be the best version of yourself and. Buckle up and don't forget, this is Avoid the Confusion. Welcome back to Avoid the Confusion. Today, I got DJ Sorensen with me, founder, owner, American Glass and Glazing, serial entrepreneur, seems like. We've known each other from some early business ventures several years back, some things we were both involved in together back then, and DJ, uh, DJ, DJ has been a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. ever since then. And uh, man, it, a guy who's full of wisdom has had to make a lot of hard sort of decisions in his business based on everything from health within his family and um, facing some cash flow issues like we all do from time to time. And uh, man, I just think it's gonna be an amazing episode today. So before we get started, DJ, man, why not you just tell us a little bit about yourself? And once again, man, thanks for just coming on and, and talking with me.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me on, Kenny. So about me, in, born and raised in Myrtle Beach. Uh, my family has been in the glass business. I own a commercial glazing company. So We do commercial storefronts and entry systems, mainly in the commercial space. Uh, we just celebrated two years in business. Born and raised in Myrtle Beach, fourth generation glazer. Uh, grandfather founded a glass company in Myrtle Beach back in 1955. I kind of grew up around that. Um, went my own way for a little while. Moved to West Virginia, uh, following my wife. We came up here and lived with her family for a little while, and then wound back up in Myrtle Beach after about four years. And here I am now.
0: Well, man, that's that's awesome. Whenever we first had uh, started building a bit of a relationship and getting to know each other, I know that you had we were having some issues in a business that you were in, some things you were doing. Your son was having some health issues. And I think that was sort of the catalyst that sort of catapulted you into having to figure out how to do your own thing. And it's a part of your story that I've always liked. Now, obviously I I don't like that it happened to you, but the way Mm -hmm. you were able to handle that and work through it and navigate that those times has always been sort of inspiring to me for those listening. Tell us a little bit about that and, and the, 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 sort of the struggle and, and what caused you to have to make some of the decisions that you made?
1: So the situation that launched me into going full-time American glass and founding this company happened right at two years ago. Leading up to that, I'd always had my core job, my 40 hour a week job, and I had businesses on the side. And some of those businesses at times, um, very early on, I was in the repossession business. I was 20 years old and started that company back when the economy was tanking back in 08, 09, that area. I had a business partner in that deal that went bad, got into working full time, um, but just always had this desire to have something going on on the side. Like just always had this entrepreneur mindset, was always seeking something, but just never really going deep with anything. So fast forward, I was uh, working at my uncle's glass shop at the time, full time. I had a roofmax dealership that I was operating in Myrtle Beach and I was into renovating houses. I had a crew together and was linked up with some investors and we were renovating houses on the side, uh, doing 10 to 15 properties a year, but nothing was really just seeming to just take off. It was the constant ebb and flow, ebb and flow, you know, never enough for me to really just dive in and go deep on myself. And so um two years ago, we were my wife was twenty-five weeks pregnant and we were doing our annual trip we do down to Destin, Florida. We uh took the camper, went to Destin. Um at the time we had two girls uh and we were pregnant with my third, which was a little boy. While we were there, my wife developed in the middle of the night, just unexpectedly developed health syndrome. And we ended up giving, she ended up um, being admitted to the hospital. And 72 hours later was C-section delivered my little boy at right at 26 weeks. He was one pound, 12 ounces and 26 weeks old. And we were in Panama City, Florida. You know, we were 10 hours away from home and we were stuck. You know, he was in the NICU. So... That ended up lasting a little more than 90 days. We were in Florida. During that time, I had no income um, whatsoever. We were living off of savings. Um, I was trying to operate the RoofMax business from a distance, but it really made me realize one, I can't count on my job to take care of me when I need it to. I'm going to have to take care of myself. Two, it made me realize the two businesses that I had were not actual businesses, that I had created lucrative jobs for myself at times. Mm -hmm. But if I wasn't there, I wasn't making money and the businesses just weren't surviving. We were trying. So when I come home after about 90, I think it was 93 days total in Florida, we were broke. We had no income. Both of my businesses were cash poor because I just left the marketing turned on and things trying to keep some revenue going. And we were over a million dollars in debt with my son and had no insurance because I worked for a family company. My wife is a real estate agent. She's self-employed. So we come back to Myrtle Beach and I just had this really awakening moment of like, it's on you now, dude like there's, there's nobody but you. And in that time, I'd really learned to lean on the Lord, because I just didn't, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where to turn, didn't have anywhere else to go. And I just kind of entered into a mindset of surrender that, you know, I was very, very new at having complete faith in the Lord Mm -hmm. and exercising it. But I just had to get to a place in my mind of like, you're writing this story, man, and I'm just a book. So, keep on writing and and I'll just be here, you know? And so my wife, man, big supporter. We prayed on the situation. Um, I went to work, had a conversation with my uncle about where I was and, and what was going on and just trusted the Lord that his reaction would tell me what I needed to do. And when I walked out that day, that was the last time I was there. Contacted you actually, because you were involved mm-hmm. in the coaching space you put me in touch with Mike Claudio over at WinRate. Fast forward two years later, we're out of debt. We uh, are doing amazing numbers. We just had a two-year anniversary on Friday. We've got 11 people on staff. We've completed several million dollars in revenue over the last two years and got a seven-figure backlog out in front of us right now. But it wasn't until connecting and really getting in that group environment with you guys at win rate and going in on the business coaching and getting the encouragement to bet on myself that it ever happened, man. I was surface level with it for years and years and years.
0: Man, I tell people all the time, surrounding yourself with the right people is probably the most important thing that you can do. And if you can't afford business coaching – you know my thing is you can't afford not to have it you can't afford to have someone that you can bounce ideas off mm-hmm. of and someone on those early mornings when the world's crashing mm-hmm. down around you and you you're certain you made a mistake and you should have never done this to have somebody to right. sort of talk you off that ledge and remind you yeah. what you're here for what your purpose is and that yeah. clarity that comes in those mm-hmm. moments cannot be you know over overstated but i i just want to touch on the fact that You First of all, God is great. God's amazing. You have a healthy Mm -hmm. son. That's first and foremost what's most important above all the debt, all the business stuff, is the fact that 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 situation worked out and you were able to bring Mm -hmm. your son home is miracle enough for me to say you have a success story. Then you start to tack on a million dollars in debt. Mm-hmm. No insurance, and I'm sure mm-hmm. just because you were your, your wife and son are released from the hospital, you get to come back home to Myrtle Beach. I doubt, mm-hmm. I doubt the the medical sort of strain ended there. I'm sure there were still follow ups and even more that had to happen when you get home. So, do you, not only do you have a million in debt, you're adding to that probably daily at that moment yeah. as far as medical debt. But what did it feel like? I, like I'm curious to know what it felt like to make that decision being that much in debt realizing that your businesses weren't businesses they were just jobs you know very well paying jobs without you there you don't actually own a business you own a very well paying mm-hmm. job but how what did it feel like to to go all in on yourself to have the courage to say you know what if i'm going to get out of this it's i'm the only one that can do it for me like Explain. It. Just tell me how that that because I can't I can't imagine being in that position. You know, I, I wasn't there when I left law enforcement. I did it because mm. I had an opportunity to make some more money. We didn't have a huge amount of debt, so I didn't have yeah. to make the decision with my back against the wall. Talk talk me through that a little bit. What's that like?
1: To say I could talk you through it, man. I don't know. It was more reactionary. Yeah. You know, you almost yeah. just felt like I I literally felt like in those moments my. My, my wife's name is Lori. Lori and I had been put in almost like a fight or flight situation mm-hmm. and we just had to fight our way through it and, you know, and make decisions and go all in. And we, we shifted money around and we decided what bills we could pay, couldn't pay. Lori, my gosh, for months was in the trenches on the phone with the hospitals, you know, trying to get some bills reduced and different programs just because jet was so young he did qualify for some programs Mm -hmm. um you know to help us out but it was almost just one of those moments again i have to tie god back into it of just there was a faith in myself that i can't explain because my back was against the wall and i had no other choice it was either that or just quit and quitting wasn't an option in that moment you know we have small kids i got a baby on oxygen you know Uh, We just had to do what we had to do. Yeah, and it was it was just one of those moments, and I know that I wasn't equipped in that moment on my own. So to sit here and say that, like, oh, I just believed in myself, and I read this book, and my mindset shifted, and it was great. It's still a struggle to this day. For sure, it's still an up and down. You know, with the ebb and flow of business and the decisions you have to make, sometimes there it's it has its defeating days and it has its rewarding days.
0: And that's literally the premise, the basis for me wanting to have this show and have this platform is so that anybody listening who's thinking about going in business or currently has a business thinking about diversifying, who thinks they own businesses on the side, but they actually have some pretty Mm -hmm. good paying jobs that they have in addition to their day job is to sort of to have people hear these stories and understand that it's not always sunshine and rainbows you know no, it's uh and in, and in fact i would say it's very rarely that with anybody almost every person i know that has reached any level of success in their life and i don't mean being rich you know i think success is divine by you the individual and what you view mm-hmm. as being successful me from outside looking at you like a very successful person you like, you have a very successful business. And I think it's easy for people to see those businesses and see those circumstances and think you got lucky. You come in from fourth generation, maybe Mm -hmm. it was handed to you, all these Mm -hmm. things that people assume. And it's very rarely that that's actually the case. Most everybody that I know that has built something has sacrificed an immense amount of money, lifestyle, whatever it Mm -hmm. took to make that happen. And so, dude, I, I really appreciate you talking through talking through some of that. You know, if for anybody out there that's thinking about leaving their job or creating a business, and hopefully they their their back isn't against the wall in the same in the same way that yours was, but like, what kind of advice do you have for people looking to to build something? Hmm,
1: that's a good one. <laughs> I, I would say if I could rewind and do it by design again. I would map out my goals of where I wanted to be as far as a one year, three year, five year goal and some targets of what I truly wanted from the business. You know, sometimes, especially in my situation with us, basically just having to fight to keep our head above water to begin with, you know, I I came back fully prepared to go back to work. Um, I didn't come back with intentions of starting a business. I didn't come back with a savings account full of money to, to start this company with. It was a back-against-the-wall situation. So to do it again, I would have some goals in mind of where I wanted to be because I feel as if two years in now, I'm starting to get into that. What type of lifestyle do I want this business to provide for me and my family? What does freedom look like to me? What are my goals here? Do I want to make a ton of money or do I want to have a lifestyle where I have freedom to move? Do I want to build a business that I'm tied to, or do I want to build a business that I can manage or coach or, or not be a part of, you know, and really do some planning as far as that. And all that is that that's free. You know what I mean? It's 2023. It's all out there. It's all on YouTube. You can you can basically self-coach yourself in starting a business. There's so many Facebook communities you can be a part of and immerse yourself in. I, the best thing I could say is consume that content, consume that information, and don't be too ignorant to think you know it and that you got it figured out and that it's easy. I mean, people hire people to teach their kids how to play t ball. Why right. would you why would you not hire someone to teach you how to run a company or teach you how to do a business and and figure out what your strengths and weaknesses are. Where do you want to operate in the company? As for me, administration stuff, can't stand it, man. Can't stand bookkeeping, can't stand that type stuff. So we have people in place that are handling that for us because I like the operations side of the company. I like being involved in the visionary part of it. So, mm-hmm. But that's all stuff I've discovered through the journey that if I could go back and invest a little bit of time in myself and figure those things out and then go into business, I think a lot of the hurdles I had to cross would have been a lot easier if I would have known what the goal was on the other side of the hurdle.
0: Yeah, without a doubt. But, you know, you start in a place, a million dollars in debt and Trying to figure it all out. You're just trying to make money, get your family out of debt, make sure you get in a situation where you can just keep your head above water. So it doesn't surprise Mm -hmm. me it took two years for you to finally sit down and think, man, what what do we actually want to do here? And I tell you, that's a beautiful place to be once you get to that moment because burnout is a very real issue that a lot of entrepreneurs deal with. It's just the same grind day in and day out. And I think once you get to the point to where you're starting to think about what lifestyle do I want to live? How much money do I want to be able to donate? You know, where do I want Mm -hmm. to be able to pour into the community? And you start to see those differences that you're able to make in other people's lives. And it to me, it, it it keeps that burnout at bay a little bit because it's no longer about me. It's no longer just looking at money because I, I found money. It doesn't matter what my bank account is. Stress is still stress. But if you're doing some positive things in the community, you're doing positive things in the lives of people who work with mm-hmm. you, work around you, work for you. It makes it, it's very rewarding. It starts to become very fulfilling. It's something that right. pushes you and drives you to wake up and everything on a daily basis. And, and, face the day head-on which we all have to do in life whether yeah. you own a business or you're just an employee somewhere but I tell mm-hmm. you how how instrumental has and since you brought up win rate consulting and, and the coaching part like for me after Hurricane Sally I found myself owning and running you know multiple seven figure company but we were hemorrhaging money. I had no idea Mm -hmm. what gross margins and net margins or comp Mm -hmm. audits or insurance audits. Like I had never been through any of this stuff. So Mm -hmm. instead of making a ton of money, we actually were losing money. We had Mm -hmm. more money than you could even dream coming through the doors, but it was going out Mm -hmm. faster than it was coming in. So I Mm -hmm. knew in that moment, I've got to hire somebody that can teach me how to own and run and manage a business or Mm -hmm. I'm just going to always think back on this opportunity that I let slip through my hands. Mm-hmm. How instrumental has coaching and having those people in your corner been to you, getting to where you are today?
1: So we are, we were and are currently coming out of that exact same situation you were in. You know, we I was fortunate enough that we weren't even a year in business and had landed a contract that was over a $2 million contract. And so we immediately started receiving large deposits and ordering large quantities of material and stuff. And we were very new in business. We didn't even have systems and processes and, and, you know, a proper PO program or any of that. So we pulled several million dollars through the door in our very first year. And it was happening so quickly, you almost couldn't keep up with it as far as Mm -hmm. logging the data of it, you know. To, to be sitting there with a brand new QuickBooks, which I have now learned at QuickBooks is is an evolving thing. It's like raising a child almost like you don't just <laughs> sign up for that and it's working. It, it ain't that way. And so, you know, we couldn't, we went through that same thing. WinRate has connected me with people who are helping me get that system built out and that platform built out. You know, we recently onboarded with a fractional CFO who's starting to do mm-hmm. some of our tax strategizing and, and just getting our numbers dialed in for us and getting that data because we we're we were in a very similar situation as that where it just felt like man we're hemorrhaging for some reason but I've never seen so much money before you know what what are we going to do here and um luckily we've gotten it under control and we're on track and 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 we're all right but Win rate, man, we've had so many moments along the way where I just didn't know what to do and just having those people there and having that guidance, you know, even like I just said, the 30, 60, Mm -hmm. 90 day and three, six, nine months, 10 month goals and all. That's all verbiage. That's all things that have come to me through the coaching community Mm -hmm. to sit here and say that I can quantify coaching and pull out some spreadsheets and show you where it's worth it. Absolutely not. But I've had moments where I've had to pick up the phone and get my coach on the phone And I'm crying at the decisions I'm making and he's walking me through them and connecting me with someone in his circle. Who's been through that situation. You know, we've lost employees on this journey, you know, and things like that. And it's just situations that if the coaching community wasn't there, I I don't know that I would have been able to handle those situations or handle them in the way I did. For sure.
0: And to me, that's the biggest part of it as well. Not just having the coach, somebody who can, you know help you and understand avenues to take moving mm-hmm. forward but having other people in the program like yourself who mm-hmm. when you're having one of those hard days I know mm-hmm. I can just call DJ because DJ mm-hmm. understands what I'm going through DJ experiences mm-hmm. what I experience and I can't call yeah. my mom I can't call my mom and say right. I don't know how we're going to make payroll this month it's 30 mm-hmm. grand and mm-hmm you know, she's, what do you have to complain about? You're, you're rich and I'm not rich. We're, we're losing money. Like you make more money than I do. Yeah. Um, currently. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's you have to have the right people, a hundred percent, I could say it until I'm blue in the face. You have to have the right people around you who understand Mm -hmm. what you're going through, that can talk to you and help you understand some of these issues, man. But so tell me a little bit about your family, man. Uh, we've talked a, a lot about business. I'm, I'm curious, how's your boy doing these days? He's fine.
1: He's fine. He, so he actually recently got uh, evaluated through his last physical therapist and got released. So he's done with all his therapy, everything, um, called up on the growth charts and all. To, to see him now, you would never know anything at all. You know, you'd never guess he came home on oxygen two years ago, you know, and we that's. No, my wife has, you know, she was, we've been fortunate through this journey that she didn't have to immediately go back to work. She's just now, after two years, starting to dabble back into her real estate career. And he's in daycare three days a week to give her some time and space. But she's poured in, she's poured everything into him for the last two years. And and it, it shows, you know, he's a healthy, growing, perfectly fine little boy.
0: Man, I hope if nothing else, the people who are listening to this episode are able to see What's possible when you are when you do have the courage to bet on yourself and mm-hmm. and and tell yourself I can figure this out. Um, mm-hmm. I think so many people, especially faced with the circumstances you were. Like I can't imagine having the stress of having my wife and son, you're on vacation in a in a yeah. different state. It's not like it happened at home and you can just run mm-hmm. to the house and take a shower. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're stuck in a different state for 90 days, racking up a million dollars in debt. For you to have the courage to to make the decision, I gotta go all in on myself, man. I commend you for that. I'm I'm so thankful that it worked out for you. And uh I just hope if anybody listening to this takes anything away from it, is there are moments in life where I think a lot of us get sort of weighed down and overcome. By, and I don't I don't want to say things like bitch voice or victim mentality or none of that, because I don't think that's it. I think, I think sometimes life just gets overwhelming. And regardless of who yeah. you are, it's okay. easier just to bow out, you know, mm-hmm. and and to not do that, bet on yourself and to have some of the realizations you've had over the last few years and be where you are now. You know, it's like I hear a lot of people say, if you struggle long enough, 10 years from now, you'll be overnight success story and it's kind of yeah. how it is you know I I just I don't want people to look at the success and think that uh that it was easy to get there that's why I started this show man and I do appreciate you coming on and telling your story before we stop I mean we've been talking for a little over 30 minutes now it's been a great episode so far is there anything you'd like to leave people with any advice anything like that you know there I know there are a lot of people that listen who are, are who are thinking about following a similar path to you or me and wanting to create something for themselves. I know I asked you a minute ago, advice
1: for people starting up, but what's something you want to leave people with today? If you bet on yourself, be ready, be ready to go all in, make sure that you have clear understanding of what you're getting into. Like I said, the, the, the information is out there. Consume it. Uh, Listen to some of the stories, listen to these podcasts because it's not all butterflies all the time. There, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of butterflies and social media puts a lot of that in your face, man. But there's a, this has been one of the the hardest things and most rewarding things I've ever done. One of the toughest things my family has ever done. It's a lot of lonely time, a lot of time in the office. You know what I mean? Very stressful on our marriage, but also extremely rewarding at the end of the day, you know? So I would say, make sure you do your homework leading into it because I'm luckily, I'm very fortunate to be in a position to be able to take a pause and figure out what I want from this life now with, that this company has created and to be able to redesign it and sit down and, and, and really shape it out. I see way too many people jump in way too fast. It's happened in my close circle and, 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 and I've seen it over and over that jump in way too fast and their business ends up consuming them. And next thing they know, they look up and it's 30 years later. And they're just right. in that in that repeat day to day day to day day to day grind. Their wives have left them or whatever, you know. So just just be ready. Do some planning. Don't don't look at the social media and don't look at the the everything that's out there and just think, all I got to do is quit my job and and I can do that too because it's that's it's right. Not just that easy. That's right. And don't look at
0: somebody like DJ who's having some mm-hmm. success at the moment or some of these other guests that I've had on here and we've talked to and think that just because they did it, I can do it. That's a that's a horrible way to go into business. Cause mm-hmm. you don't not saying that you can't, mm-hmm. but you don't the like the the reason for the show is so people can tell their story and you can hear what they've mm-hmm. had to go through to reach mm-hmm. that you can do it but just understand it's going to be a fight it's going to be a battle mm-hmm. and uh let me i i got a good question for you over the last mm-hmm. 2 years while you're building this out how many times do you think you sat and thought i fucked up i shouldn't have done this
1: There have been times I've been standing in line ordering food and I have envy for the cashier on the other side because I'm thinking, man, for somebody to just tell me, come to work at this time, stand here and do this over and over and over again. And when that clock strikes this time, you can go home and you cannot care if someone shows up behind you. You cannot care if second shift does what they need to do. You can, you know what I mean? You just... I need you to be responsible for this lot of time and then you can go home. There's been moments where, I mean, I just, I stand there and I know that I'm very fortunate and very blessed to be in the situation I'm in. But the truth of the matter is there's been moments where it's like, why didn't I just go get a job?
0: And and I find myself there often Mm -hmm. as well. And it's just Mm -hmm. part of it. And I want people to understand Mm -hmm. that because the only thing that separates somebody who achieves those long-term goals from somebody who doesn't is they don't let that moment conquer them. Mm -hmm. They're able to just push through and regardless Mm -hmm. is like, you know what, no matter, I'm just going to keep going until I Mm -hmm. physically can't, until I don't have a dollar to put into this, until Mm -hmm. I have no option left I'm just mm-hmm. going to keep doing this. And and sometimes it can be stupid, arrogant pride that pushes you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's the, the fact that you have a son that needs you and you have medical bills piling up. So I think one of the most important things people can do. This is my opinion. If you want to achieve anything in life and it doesn't matter if that's to be a good father, to be a good husband, to, to build a seven, eight, nine figure company. I think the most important thing that you can do is have a clearly defined target for one. So you can measure the rate at which you're achieving that goal. And then Mm -hmm. also you have to have something that's pushing you your why, why are you doing this? And I know obviously early on, your why Mm -hmm. was your son, your wife, Mm -hmm. you're getting Mm -hmm. out of debt, just making sure Mm -hmm. that you're here for your Mm -hmm. family. And, and, And now that you've come out of that, What has that why sort of shifted for you now? Like, Is your purpose now to – are you getting more clear on now I want more time with my family? Now I want to be able to build memories with Mm -hmm. my family. How has that shifted for you over the last couple of years?
1: Uh, So it's in the process of shifting now. Again, like I said, we're kind of doing that revamp of – you know, what our goals are here and what we're doing. We put a, I have a core team of people in place. You know, I've managed to, we have a general manager now. I have a field manager now. I've got some leadership staff in place. So my why now really is what I'm learning about myself is I really enjoy the role of leadership that entrepreneurship brings. You know, I have a guy who works for me that I have worked with him For several years now outside of of American glass and to just watch the way he has evolved and watch how as it's almost uh, like he hitched his wagon to my horse type situation and we're we're just growing and evolving together, you know, my dreams. His dreams fit under my dreams, and we're doing this together. And I have a general manager, Lauren, and it's the same thing. You know, I've got a crew of seven or eight people who have really bought into my vision and bought into the company and what we want to do. And it's really, really rewarding to watch others begin to win at life. At their level, whatever that looks like, you know what I mean? Whether that looks like paying off a credit card debt that's been lingering for years or getting a second car or just, you know, I have one guy who's saving now to get a house. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the thought of getting a house was never on his mind, but he's had steady employment long enough that he qualifies now. And, And those type of stories are really becoming my why. And for me personally, my why is shifting to time. You know, being able to spend time with my family, like I explained before we got on this call. You know, my wife got a call yesterday that we needed to come to West Virginia for some family issues. I put my computer in a box. I'm sitting in my sister in law's basement right now, mm-hmm. and I've set back up and and I'm running the company. And th- and for me, that's freedom, and that's yes. something that entrepreneurship, you know, provides and, and can offer if done by design and done Absolutely. with the proper wise and you know so for me that's what it's it turning into in the beginning it with the why was finances and that was it now it's um the things that finances offer which would be freedom and you know growth within the team and people and, and just watching them develop um due to the opportunity we've been able to present with the company
0: yeah for sure and i and i I picked up on something else you said in there that that i have noticed in my own business is once the people you surround yourself with, your employees, your the other leaders that you start to build within your company, like you said, sort of uh, attach their wagon to your horse and everybody starts to really move and work together and head in the same direction. I've noticed that those people really become a big part of the driving force behind why i get up and get out of bed and work every day it's it's Mm -hmm. one thing for you to bet on yourself and believe in yourself but when you start seeing other people Mm -hmm. believe in you too it's just a different level of confidence at at that point it's also a a, a different level of grit and determination whereas before in life i probably would have went ahead and bowed out and said this is this is too much Mm -hmm. just like now you got too many people who count on you now if i quit it's not just my house it's 10 other house so there's 10 other yeah. houses you know and yeah. you got
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know it's not just my I, we have five mm-hmm. kids me and my wife have a lot of yeah. kids but you start adding in everybody else's kids now there's mm-hmm. 40 50 kids you yeah. know and it's, it, you start to really live your life for other people for those around you you start I, I at least for me correct me if i'm wrong but i think you're very similar to me it it it's not about the bank account for me anymore it's not about like I know that stuff's going to work itself out. My my what drives me, what what pushes me is not mm-hmm. is no longer money related. Now, obviously, we have to be profitable to stay open mm-hmm. and to continue to for make sure. an impact. But when I when I really made that realization and stopped making it about me, stopped living for me, stopped trying to think about how much money I can make and started building opportunities for other people and pouring into other people. It's like all the financial stuff just sort of works itself out. Even on those days when you feel like we're definitely going under. We won't survive mm-hmm. this. It mm-hmm. just, You just finds a way. You find a way to keep going, man. But, DJ, thank you so much for coming on, man. Before we get off of here real quick, if anybody else wants to hear anything from you, where can people find you on social media and
1: come yeah, check so some new um, stuff out? They can follow American Glass. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Um, and then www.americanglassenglazing.com.
0: Awesome man. So if anybody's listening, they want to come to Myrtle Beach for a few rounds of golf, you a golfer? You facilitate. I'm not a golfer.
1: I am not a golfer, man. (laughs) Never been a golfer. We'll go fishing. I'll take you fishing. We can do that. I'm a foodie. Love going out to eat and that type stuff. But I've never grew up in the golf capital of the United States or Myrtle Beach and have never swung a golf club outside of Top Golf.
0: Well, I hear you. Well, Golf's a good time, too, though, man. Yeah. If you ever take it up, let me know. I'll come up there and visit with you. But, man, once again, thank you so much for coming on and talking with us today. And uh, without a doubt, always full of wisdom. Great, great story. Great triumph, overcoming that adversity, man. So I appreciate you sharing. Big time
1: yeah man thanks for having
0: me thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Avoid the Confusion we hope you found it inspiring and informative remember success is not just about the talent it's about mental toughness perseverance and the willingness to learn and grow make sure that if you found value in this episode today that you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any future episodes and if you truly found it valuable share it with your friends and family so they too don't miss episodes moving forward and then don't forget to join us again next week as we bring you another other top performer in their respective field, and explore what it takes to be the best version of you for you thanks again for listening to avoid the confusion we'll see you next week